and you need somebody that's going to pour into you because it definitely becomes hard at times being a single mom. What about you two? Um, to be honest, motherhood was a shock to me when I became pregnant. Um, when I became pregnant with Ramaya, who's my oldest daughter, who will be 18 on Halloween. So <laughs> praise the Lord for me. Hey, um, man. Okay, Saints. But no, honestly, like, because for me, I felt like I let my family down. You know, even though I had went, successfully graduated high school, I obtained a college degree, here I am with a baby, right? And my family was kind of like, not religious, but had more expectations, per se, of me. And it took me a long time to tell them that I was pregnant with Ramaya. Like, I probably was six months before I told my family I was pregnant. And I just felt like I was a disappointment to them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they didn't love me any less, and they rallied around me. But... I can even say that it it affected the way that I parented her, right? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to prove, I wanted to prove the naysayers. Like, oh, she's just another young mm-hmm. black girl who got pregnant. I wanted to prove to those type of people that they had it wrong, mm-hmm. right? So I was very, very strict on Ramaya. Like, she could not have a hair out of place. Mm-hmm. She better say, yes, ma'am, thank you. She... You better not breathe too hard, girl, because I was on her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to raise a child. And compared to how Riley is, I had Riley at 30. Riley is the total opposite. And Ramaya's like, well, Mommy, you would never let me. I'm just more like, as long as Riley ain't burning the house down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mama, she don't, she don't kill nobody. I pretty much really don't care about what Riley do. You know what I'm saying? Like, not saying that she's a rambunctious child or whatnot, but to piggyback off what Renee was saying with the struggles, you know, I don't think people go into it thinking they're going to be a single mother. The hardest lesson that I had to learn, and even though I'm 40 and I have a soon-to-be 10-year-old and a soon-to-be 18-year-old, I have to realize that I can't control the actions of somebody else. Mm -hmm. I can't make them want a relationship with their children. I can't make them do what's right and what's necessary. I can't make them treat my children fair compared to those other people. And that's a struggle yeah. for me. Or even like, other kids. Yeah, that's that's a real struggle for me. And I had to pick my my battles because a couple of years ago, I would have bust hell wide open if he took me today because of the hatred that I had in my mm-hmm. heart for those two individuals mm-hmm. who put me into the situation of being <laughs> a single parent. But... Um, you know, I'd go hard for my kids. Mm-hmm. I work those 60, 70 hours a week. Me and my kids ain't going to want for nothing. I have an <clears> awesome <throat> support system from my family to even my friend circle. So, I mean, we, we love a life. I mean, I think the most, it, it definitely goes back to that support system. You got to have it. And then, you know, being a single mom, we have to understand, what I've noticed is the single moms today are or were raised by their grandmothers and maybe their parents was absent um and so they're really not understanding how to raise their kids now because i see a lot of kids out here you know nine ten that are just running but wow and then when you see their mother they're doing the same thing they're not being a parent nowadays um for some not saying all but I have noticed that a lot, and I just be wanting to, 
That's that motherly instinct y'all always tell me I have that I'll take a child and try to help them or groom them or, you know, help somebody that has a younger child because I had somebody to take the time with me to help. Um, Society won't let you do that nowadays. We've gotten so far away from the village that it makes no sense. You're right. Right? right. I think I insert myself. I think I insert myself to make it be, if you're around me on the regular I'm not going to see your child acting a fool. I can't stand it. It burns me up. But the way that it is, now you've got to be careful with that because your assertion may, you know, be offensive to somebody. People may not people want are more it. Sensitive. And people may not want to receive that. You know Luckily, it hasn't happened to me. For me, it has been received in a positive way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I always tell people, I don't even like kids. But kids come to me. My daughter... They always around her. Like, she loves kids. I told her, I tell her all the time, you need a daycare. You need a daycare or a vet, uh, open up a vet because you love kids and you love animals. Those are her two passions. But kids seems to always be around us at all times. And I'd be like, I told my kids, I don't want no grandkids. No time soon because this right here don't look like grandma. We're not going there. So don't have no kids. No time soon. I need you to go and enjoy your life. For me, having a kid young, it was literally... What they call it, um, oh gosh, um, oh, I can't even think of what they say when it, the, the cycle keeps repeating itself. So, generate generational curse. My family, everybody had cut kids young, everybody, it just it just happened. I told mine, and all my cousins that are my age told our kid, our kids, y'all not having no kids young, and the majority of them have exceeded what we have done. You know, they're not having kids. They're enjoying life. They're getting their college degrees, and they're going to get their master's. They're not trying to have kids like we did. That was a generational curse that we had to stop, and it stopped with my generation to tell our kids we're not doing it anymore. We're going to raise you to the point where you're going to get an education, and you're going to do what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to struggle the way I had to struggle to put food on your table so that you could eat or you could have those shoes or those clothes on your back. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's just... What I've dealt with. What about you, B? Um, single mother. I guess I can consider myself as a young mother because when I got pregnant with my daughter, I was literally last year in college, senior in college, just ready to graduate, and then boom, I'm pregnant. Did not want to tell my mom. Did not want to tell anybody because I grew up in church. My mom's a preacher. My uncles are preachers. My aunts are preachers. Like, everybody is either a preacher or a minister in my family. So, getting pregnant before wedlock was just like, mm, it was kind of like a look down kind of thing. But, surprisingly, my mom took it so much better than I thought she would. She was she was just like, girl, you grown, you on your own already. It's, it's nothing I can do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't change that. You, I'm not paying your bills. You living, you got your own place, you and your boyfriend at the time. Like, it was just, it kind of helped me, like, get through it because I really, like, was depressed. That's I was like, how mm-hmm. I'm going to work, go to school, and I had internships. Like, literally was never at home, literally was trying to graduate college. And then when I had her, I had one more semester left. Thankfully, the support system, like they said, I had my grandma who's a retired nurse. She came in and helped me uh, with my with my daughter when I had to finish my classes. I had to go to school. I had to go to my internships. 
And I think um, me just, I think I, I, I was just super blessed. Like, I tell people that all the time. Like, when I got pregnant, I was just super blessed. I had um, my daughter's dad is an amazing father. Um, I was blessed in so many ways. And I ended up being fortunate enough after graduating, finding a job that I was able to take care of my daughter. The only thing that really I struggle with as a single mother is, like, with, like, the government assistant part. Like, moving to Charlotte, I'm coming from a small town, so moving to Charlotte was really, like, new to me. It was a big city. I wasn't used to it. So trying to get government assistance, like, I remember I applied for, like, food stamps. I'm literally (laughs) making money just to pay my rent and stuff like that. And they was like, oh, you pay too much. And I'm like, Mm-hmm. Welcome. What? Welcome. I was like, I'm, I'm barely paying my damn rent. What you mean I can't get no food stamp? That was like, you you know, we got you at $16 a month. I said, y'all fucking kidding me. Like, what the fuck? What's the preacher saying about you saying that? <laughs> I was like, damn, I can't even get food stamps because I'm making goddamn $17, $16 an hour that the rent $1,000. That's the whole check right now. Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> so that, that that part there was very it was a struggle for me that part because back in South Carolina I, I could get 300, 400 food stamps and I was good but moving here like I was like I told my parents I was like I ain't gonna be I'm gonna be different than y'all like you know it was a struggle for them growing up I was, I was gonna be different I was gonna make sure I had a job a good job to keep my baby give her what she need what she want like all of that, and I and I stuck to my promise, and probably will until she be grown and be able to take care of her own self. But um, don't change that. It, I know it don't. I ain't, I ain't ready for that. But I mean, I it's been good for me for the most part. I have a good support system. Um, I'm a workaholic. I work hard. I've been working since I've been young, so that never changed when I had my daughter. I think a lot of people lose themselves when they have kids. And you know you you get into this bubble, and I mean I guess y'all can y'all can agree with that. Like you just get into that bubble, you don't think about yourself no more. You really it's all about them. Mm-hmm. Honestly, now you gotta have a balance because yeah, I, I know like that. You definitely have to have a balance. You know what I'm saying? It can't just be all kids, all kids, all mm-hmm. kids, because then you lose yourself, right? Oh yeah, for sure. So like I've done that. Sometimes people might be like, "Oh, T, you got two kids, but you listen." Me and my That's babies they, have our mommy yeah. baby daughter time. Like and they in two different they in two different um in two different age brackets, so I gotta separate them sometimes mm-hmm. or what have you. But but at the end of the day, you know, there's a balance. Yeah. There's a balance, you know, with with it or what have you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's there's a balance. But then like I know you don't have children. Like it was hard, and I know, you know, I know my mom struggled, but I had a good support system. Um, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. People, if y'all didn't know that, so my family was all there. So I always had my grandparents, my aunts and uncles. Um, my mom, she kept me busy. I did Girl Scouts. I did gymnastics. She was the Girl Scout leader. Like she was always there. So it's always been me and my mom. Um, what else? Um, she did struggle. She, you know, worked 
several jobs. I did stay with my grandparents a lot, um, but she definitely made time for me. We did the mommy-daughter things, as we still do now, and I'm 36. Phew. Um, Jeez. And I'm an only child, so I'm not going to say spoiled, Renee. I think, I don't think I'm spoiled all the way. Just all make, the way, you just, well, just, just to say this. Bit. Like, I've met Devin uh-uh. within these last three years, and the relationship between her and Monchamp is, like, so beautiful to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up with my mama, too, and my mom's it, but their relationship is, like, it's not just mother and daughter. It's, like, best friends. You get what I'm saying? Like, y'all done been around them, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me like Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> relationship—it's just be like, oh, that's so cute. And I think she did it just because of the lack of my father not being around. Um, she made sure we were best friends, yeah. like, and even to this day, like, like if I don't give her her time, she's like having yeah, a fit. Yeah, because yeah. you know, it's just, I was like, I got, you know, I got my friends now, so I just hang with my friends. And she's like, well, what about me? Hang with my friends, but you know she definitely did it. You know, and I know it's it wasn't a hard job. I know I wasn't a hard, you know I wasn't easy either. You know, I was mm. I kind of got a mouth a little bit. Oh. Everybody calm down. Um, but yeah, but you know it works. You know, I mean it have it has to work. You know, and y'all ain't going. That's how I feel. Like I ain't had no choice. But no choice to, to get up and do what I need to do. By any means like, necessary. At yeah, this point. like I, I ain't have no choice. Like sleepy, sleepy what? Sleepy What's where? sleep? What's that? What's that? Or yeah. can you can you take her to the doctor's office? No, I can't. What you mean you can't? Yeah. I'm doing that. Right. Like why you can't take her to the doctor's office? Like you're not working. Why? Why like, I got to take off work? Yeah. Take her to the doctor's office. The child that understand. we made. Like you get a you get a choice. That I was talking to somebody earlier today about them choices. Like how is it fair that you get to have a choice? Wow, we didn't do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we did this together. It's a joint effort. And that's why my mom, like, I I guess because they grew up like the mama always got to do that. I'm so dear. I don't know how I end up like this. I'm telling you this now. But she was like, why is Ava always with her dad? That's her damn daddy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, why wouldn't like, she? Why wouldn't, that, why wouldn't right. she? Wouldn't be like, I'm going to enjoy myself. I work too damn hard to not to go on damn vacation. Her daddy got her. She, mm-hmm. like, it's okay to, like, we mothers, we need that time. Like, we had to carry a child for 10 months in our goddamn stomachs. <laughs> like, we, we deserve it. I don't care. Like, split them duties up. Don't even feel... I hate when mothers feel guilty when their children. I'm I'm actually looking in the mirror myself because I do sometimes I do feel guilty, but don't feel guilty when you leaving your child with whoever just so you can have some self care because that's what how they gonna survive if they see us unhappy they gonna be unhappy like you don't want that negative energy to fall on your child because trust me it would they will see that like I don't care how young they are they notice a lot when it comes to to their mothers to their fathers they notice a whole lot. And that's one thing I had to learn that, um, like, yeah, like mothers, get y'all self care. If y'all need to take a vacation, do not feel guilty leaving your child with their father because that's what their fathers are for. Y'all both are parents, so that's my take See, on it. It's I, balance. It's about balance. I didn't have balance when I had mine. I had no balance. Um, I did have, you know, a support system, but I worked a lot. But for my kids. I felt 
because there was an absent party, I had to do it all. So that means if Corn had to be here, if Josh had to be another place, and Tika had to be somewhere, I felt like I had to be Superwoman. So I'd literally be at Quan's, leave, go to Josh's, leave, go to Tika's, just so everybody could see my face. I ran myself ragged until I said I was going to start living my life mm-hmm. when they graduated from high school. And then high school turned into college. So mm-hmm. I didn't start literally letting my guard down until Tika graduated. Mm-hmm. I honestly can remember when Tika left the house, I cried because I was like, okay, what I supposed to do now? No. Because <laughs> I didn't have nothing. To, I was so used to her schedule was, you know, she ran, um, played AAU basketball. She played AA, ran AAU, AAU track. She did the same thing in high school. Believe it or not, y'all, she cheered. It was so much she was doing <laughs> that my schedule was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when she left, I literally was lost and did not know what to do because I had no balance. So I agree with you do need to find a balance because if you don't, you know, you will be lost. I yeah. know somebody just recently asked me, like, she about to go to school. Uh, what am I going to do? And I told her, I said, you got to have your life. You have to. Don't get caught up like me and don't know what's going to be next. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Find something to do. You have to. Yeah, I had to break that generational curse because my grandma was like that hardworking, independent woman. I'm kind of like that, but I do let my guard down a little bit. Giving my daughter, like, go with your daddy. Like, if he want to keep you for two weeks, shit, he can. I don't care. He can keep you for two weeks. Just call me. Just, just let me pick up. Don't let me know. Call me every day. <laughs> like, let Listen. me know. Like, my parents, my my mom and my grandma, they would, would never. Like, what? You going where? No, you can only stay, stay with your daddy for this amount of time. You can't. No, we going to take care of this. No, no, no. But I told myself, my was not going to be. Like, my mom and my... Not saying, you know, they grew up wrong or whatever. I just think it, it had a toll on me growing up. I didn't see my mom often. Like, she was always working. She was always doing something. I couldn't... I was more into my academics than trying to enjoy, um like, after-school activities. I couldn't do that because I didn't have a ride home during after-school. Like, I had to go straight home, ride a bus. Like, it was just a whole lot. And I don't want that for my daughter. I want... Her to be able to enjoy her childhood. Not saying I didn't enjoy it, but I did have to grow up a little older, a little more, you know, faster because my mom was at work. I had to take him a damn set most of the time. So, so yeah, like, I tell people now, like, enjoy yourself. Like, go on those vacations. Don't feel guilty leaving your child alone or leaving your child with whoever because you need that. Like, they need to see that balance as well. They need to see their mother happy. Yeah. Yeah, they need to see their mother happy, genuinely happy, enjoying life. So, yeah, the effects of the absentee father, where it would be you as the parent, if you had an absentee um, father in your life, or your children, and they had an absentee father, does, does it affect the way that you parent your child? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, mm-hmm. my father left at... Right? I don't have a relationship with him. And I'm 40, and I see how it manifests itself in my life, right? And one of the ways that I see it manifesting itself in my life is the way that I raise my children. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the expectations that I have for my children's father. Like, I've always, um, what is the word, pushed 
and advocated for a healthy relationship because mm-hmm. that father daughter relationship is so mm-hmm. god daggone important, right? And I don't want to raise two Lord, why don't I don't want to raise two little girls, right? This is don't freak out. It's okay. I don't want to raise two little girls who don't know what true love is, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Who look for it in all the wrong places, Mm -hmm. or even who is just too hard Mm -hmm. to accept, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, what that love is, Mm -hmm. right? So, so yeah, I I definitely get it. I definitely get it where you come from because I feel like that's my um that's where my hardness come from I feel oh. like that's where my independency come from my aggression comes from because I, I don't think y'all know but I had a dad like my dad I used to go he's from DC he, I used to go up there every summer every vacation every like holiday and like I didn't know any of my dad when I look at a man that's what I wanted and my man was my dad but then all of a sudden my dad left, disappeared. Like, oh, you're not my child anymore. Like, so that took a toll on me. And that there right at that point that made me I had to grow up faster. Like I had to get a job. My mom was getting child support. He stopped all that. I had to get a job. I had to look after my sister when my mom had to work. Like, it just made me grow up faster. And I think when I look at a man and I see like signs mm. of like my fault, like Oh, yeah, he did this for me, but he going to leave me. I already know he ain't going to be around a long time. So that wall comes up. Like, it just, it, that wall comes up. I'm aggressive. I'm like, everybody like, you be acting so hard because I am. <laughs> because because I am. Like, I'm not going to let no man break me. That's just not, I'm just not going to do it. Like, so I do, I really do feel you where, like, my mom probably think the same thing. Like, I didn't want my daughter to grow up like that. I didn't want my daughter to to be so aggressive when it comes to men, to be like, um, what what you said, like, you didn't, you, you want them to know what true love is. But honestly, like, it's, it's going to be that special man, not to grow them up faster, but it's going to be that special man that understands them. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it'll be your fault if they, you know what I'm saying, like, don't, don't, Make yourself think like, dang, they ain't they ain't got no daddy, but I still want to see how a man truly feel, uh, treats them. I feel like they gonna find it. You know, if you raise them how you want them to be raised in the right way, I think it'll naturally come. Like I don't think a father, it makes a difference, but at the end of the day, it don't. Sure. Um, well, sure, I guess sure. my aspect on that would would be totally different. Um, my dad has always been in my life. Um, best friend, mm. you know, you saw him, you saw me. I got a nickname they gave me because I was supposed to be a boy. I will not tell y'all what that nickname is. But, like, I, it was ride or die. It was ride or die with my dad. I mean, my dad, I don't know, did, let me tell y'all how old, I'm older. So, Revolution Park um, used to have a baseball team back in the day. They called the Redbirds. And they also had softball team called the Stompers. And we used to be at Revolution Park all the time. And no matter what time, what was going on, I would be at Revolution Park. It would be 11, 12 o'clock at night on the weekend. I was with my dad. I was never with my mom. I was a tomboy because I was with my dad 24-7. So my problem is 
My dad has always been the person who works, mm-hmm. pays all the bills. My dad is the type of old school. He feels the man should take care of the home, and a woman can, like, pay their cell phone bill or their car insurance, but a man's supposed to take care of everything else. That's how my dad is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm... I think I look for in a man because that's what I saw in my dad. And he's always been that way. To this day, dad paid all the daggone bills in his own household. So, I mean, the love of a dad is amazing. I mean, I, I can't, I, I can say that I wish you guys, you know, had that because I'm telling you, it does give you so much to have a man in your life coming up. You know, I know, you know, we got our moms, but I'm just as different to Feel that love from a man to know what you're supposed to be treated like. You understand what I'm saying? Now, he did make me a little rough because I remember the first time I fell in love, well, I thought I was in love in sixth grade. And this little boy broke my little heart, y'all. He told me all the little pieces. And I came home. And I was just crying. And he walked through that day. He said, what's wrong with you? And I was like, he told me, if you don't get up, you don't never let no nigga see you cry. You don't never cry. Now, you keep your head up and you keep it moving. And from that, I think, is where I started getting the hard exterior that I have because you know, I'm, never supposed to, I'm supposed to never let nobody break me. Do you understand what I'm saying? And even that is, though it happens. Even though it happens, he started instilling it in me in the sixth grade on up. But my dad was my best friend. Love him to pieces. Even though he get on my nerves right now. But I love him to pieces. So that's my... I mean, I could say a little bit, but I don't want to tear up either. <clears throat> but um, I did. I didn't have my dad, and I think like now as an adult, it does. Um, it affects like the guys that I choose um, because I didn't. Whew, I didn't. Um, I didn't. Whew. Cause I didn't, you know, understand or <laughs> so get. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get the the true love or the you know the love from a your father that you're supposed to. Um, I didn't really recognize how hurt I was until I was an adult, and um, uh-oh. <laughs> how hurt I was until an adult until I had to talk about it. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't really let people in on that one because it's always been sensitive, but I thought I was over. I was like, I'm grown. I done made it. You know, I turned out to be a, you know, yeah, a good yeah, woman, so I'm room. cool. But then when that conversation happens, like I'm a, yeah. I'm a two in that category. Call me two, baby. Because I'm crying because, you know, you just don't know, but then I look at past relationships that I've had or the guys that I've let in or that I'm attracted to, and I feel like, I just feel like, like if I had my dad and knew what a man was, how a man was supposed to treat me, I would probably pick better men, mm-hmm. in a sense, because I ain't been picking no well. So that's all I got. Oh, I'm sorry. If this is a whole nother. I was just sitting here thinking that. Like, during all this, I just want to put this out there, just in case I want to see this. Because she, get, <laughs> she gets mad when I talk about mothers and stuff. <laughs> but she, my mom ended up getting married. And I, I also want to, I didn't notice this until I got older and, have, and having my own daughter. 
that I realized that at the time when she did get married, I did I did not like my stepdad. Like mm-hmm. we clashed mm-hmm. so much. Like I just feel like he was just I honestly feel like he was taking my mom from me. Like mm-hmm. I felt like he had other children as well. So I felt like when they came around, my mom just was like, Oh Catering to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it and she forgot all about me. But as I got older, and I told my mom this day, like as I got older and I just look at my mom and my stepdad relationship, I'm like, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you got your children. You make sure your children is taken care of. But you got that husband that takes care of everything. Yeah, your daughter might not like him at that time, but she gonna realize that he was really a father. Like, they ain't nothing about to. And oh, she, and she, that's what you get for picking on people. That's what you get. <laughs> and, she, and she looks genuinely happy. Like, like seeing your, 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 like, your parents together. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I want a man like my stepdad. Like, yo, like, I see this every day. Like, my stepdad is an amazing father, amazing husband, amazing everything. Like, when I look at a man, that's, I be like, I want that old school love where my step, <laughs> my stepdad, like, but I do want to bring that to the attention, like, you you know, you get into these relationships, and I know many people, like, many kids, like, I don't like that man my mama with, I don't, he ain't da 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 but you don't know what your mama need at that time, you don't know what he's doing, you can't see everything as a child, like, and you ain't supposed to, you, true that and my mama made clear that I wasn't supposed, supposed to see none to. of that. But when I got older and I realized, I was like, damn, like, my mama did what she was supposed to fucking do. For her, then it triggers Yes, to like, so that, like, right there, that's when I started realizing what true love was, what I, I supposed to have in a man. Like, that's definitely my stepdad, for sure. So I just want to add that. Let's go follow, but piggyback, like, so watching your single parent mom or even in your, you guys' life right mm-hmm. so I watched my mom take care of two children me and my sister we never wanted for anything let me tell y'all that Regina Miller did a hell of a job with me and Diva Cook right mm-hmm. we never wanted for anything we had more than our friends of two parent households yeah right mm-hmm. but with that we took a lot of sacrifices mm-hmm. too because she was at the United States Postal Service, which she just was going to retire from after 37 years. But um, (laughs) she, Gina Girl, that's my girl. Um, But like I said in that speech, I resented her Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you mean you're not coming to watch my game? Right, right. What do you mean you're not going to walk me out here for senior night? What do you mean you can't help me get ready for the prom? So Mm -hmm. I had a love-hate relationship with the post office. Yes, the post office was able to give her this monetary thing that... I'm in high school with $200 in my pocket every week mm-hmm. just for allowance. You know what I'm saying? What the hell I need $200 mm-hmm. for? Pizza was $1.50, right? right? But that also hated it because it took so much of her time mm-hmm. away from me. But to answer the question, I feel like it prepared me for life because it showed me that regardless of what those fathers do, it's me and my baby. Yes, and I had to sit them down. I had to say, Ramaya, Riley, mommy's going to be working. These are going to be her hours. It's going to be some times where you're going to be with your granny, you're going to be with your aunts, or you just might down here be by yourself, yeah. right? Because this is a sacrifice that mommy has to make right now. But just watching how she pushed through, my mama didn't get no help from nobody. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? 
she put two kids through college. She didn't get no help from nobody. So I think it prepared me to be ready to be like, when I found out I was pregnant, I took on the hat. This is my baby, and I got to do what I got to do for my baby. Anything that these other two dudes do is going to be a help. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all been out with me before, and when I pull out my child support card, I call it my penny card. Mm-hmm. This is my play play card because my kids are really taken care of mm-hmm. off my own dime, and this extra money over here, whatever. But do if you got a problem with it for people who say I shouldn't buy drinks on my child support card, screw you. <laughs> you don't know how often the money comes. Child, the child need lights. The child need. But food, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter what I can like, go spend it in honest if I want to because my kids is taken care of. Mm-hmm. You, you they ain't dusty. They not malnourished. They got a roof over their head and clothes on their back. So what I do with that penny card is my business. But I said I would like to say that me watching my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people be getting in their feelings about what you child do with your support. child support. Yes, they do. I ain't need, that's the nerve. I'm not, no try, I'm not no baby mama. I'm the mother of two, of two daughters, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, but watching kid. her prepared me for the life that I'm preparing for my children and how I'm able to push through. Go ahead, Ash. You about to cry? <laughs> I think I think my mom prepared me. Just her strongness. I think I'm strong. My dependency. Um, just watching her do it. I know I have to do it. I've been working since I was like 14 and a half. Never been without a job, even through college. Um, and I just seen her sacrifice of me. My my sacrifice was to make her proud of me because she, you know, of course was probably frowned upon, looked down on for being a single mother. Or whatever. So I was like, I'm gonna do what I can do. My due diligence. Sorry, y'all sound like a man. I, my throat. I was drinking last night. But listen. But just thought I had to put that out there. I do sound like a dude. I heard me. But um, <laughs> just a little bit. But um, just everything that she did. I just feel like I had to do my part and just to show like you what what you did wasn't a mistake. What you did wasn't shouldn't have been frowned upon. Because you did it, and now I'm going to do what I can. You know, not to say make you look good, but to show that your efforts and your hard work and your sacrifice paid she off. And so she thanked me, like, just the other day, so we're crying on the phone. Like, oh, my God, you did this and, and all that. And I was like, I mean, you know. I was like, I mean, you know. I mean, you struggled. You showed me how how to be a strong woman. So I have no choice but to be a strong woman. I mean, even though I grew up, I would say, just like about the strongness of my mom, the, like, independency of my mom, and the, um, can't see. That's not a question. Whatever you say. Okay. Yeah, just, I just think Uh the hard, the hard work, my mom was a hard worker, boy. When I tell you my mom was a hard worker, I see my mom, the crazy thing is, that's when I decided I don't want to go to college. Because college wasn't for me, to be honest. But when I said my mama graduated college when I was in high school, like, that made me feel like, damn, my mama, like, she she trying to do something. Even even after she done raised us, even after, like, she done put us through school, she's still trying to get her, her life together. So that, that made me do what I need to do for my daughter as well. So, so let me ask y'all this, because it seems like everybody mimics their mom, and when they say mimic, their mom was strong, go get us, determined, what have you. Does it play a part in relationship yeah. 
with men. Yeah. Like, do you come across men who are intimidated, mm-hmm. feel less than, mm-hmm. or simply jealous because of your success, your determination, and your drive to get it by no means necessary? Like, I sit up upon a, this couch with these ladies, and I hear never no excuses. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But do you find yourselves dealing with men who are full of them mm-hmm. or don't have the same amount of drive as you do? Who are just jealous of your accomplishments, your continued success, your just mm-hmm. yeah. I know I do. I've dated guys like that before, who just <laughs> didn't really want to see you do good. Like they really just wanted you to be worthless, like them. Mm. Mm. I'm that's a word. I mean, I'm just be honest. I'm mean, at the time. I didn't, at that time, let me say, I didn't know my worth. So, therefore, mm. I was settling. Yeah. Um, and we all go through that phase. I don't think, I mean, it is a, it is a point in life. And I think, well, why you got to go to work? Why you can't call in? Let's go do this. I got <laughs> bills to pay. Right. <laughs> Amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, or, you know, just wanting you to do something that you know Something more important as far as family or kids has to be done, but they want to turn your attraction or turn you to something else because they don't want to see you prosper. I've definitely dated guys like that before, and I am so glad that I have moved away from that. Mm-hmm. But I have definitely been in that cycle before. <coughs> they did not want to see me be the best I could be, you know. So I didn't. I didn't finish college, but you won't be able to tell that by my W twos. Mm-hmm. Understand that? So. I don't, I don't think, oh, sorry, I, mean, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, some people think that if you a single mom, you can't go, to, you don't go to school and you don't finish college and you don't have no good job or, you know what I'm saying, you're on welfare or something like that. Well, that stereotype is not true because, uh, hey, I didn't. And I'm doing well, I damn well. welfare because welfare was for me. I paid well, taxes at one point in time. So if I need this help, I'm saying I'm going to get. I'm saying, I'm saying ever because they think that you're not supposed to ever have anything. If I get a welfare right now, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I've been told the reason why I can say that is I've been told because I had kids young that I wasn't gonna never be nothing or I wasn't gonna never have shit. That's what that's a that, that's what they say. It does matter. Some people think that way. It's not just me saying that. That's what the world, a lot of people think that nowadays, it, back then and now. That if, you know what I'm saying, it's just how it is. And it's it's true. People do think you you young, you had kids young, oh, you ain't going to be shit. But let me prove you, let me show you where you wrong at. I am who I am. My daddy got dad. I ain't never had a spanking in my life from my daddy, but that man raised me and my mom. My mom was a the preacher. It was about who raised you, not whether the, they were the, single or not. It the, was about yeah, who raised that's you. true. Yeah. That's my point. No, no, I get that. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, for me being a single mom, yeah. and for me knowing what I've been through, and because she was saying about, um, bring it back in, bring it back in. You know I'm a Capricorn. My daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I have been on to about three thoughts since the last time I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just saying, it, it, it makes a difference. It really does. But you, I understand statistics what you're saying. Statistics say it make a difference. Yeah, that's it what does. It is. It Wait, is. what it make a difference? Being raised from a single.
far as a two-parent household, statistics make a difference. I mean, they say it it's going to be some differences. They yeah. say it does. They say it weighs heavily, and it determines I, yeah. the outcome of the child. I mean, I had my, I got family members. I got this particular cousin that his parents, the bomb parents, married, still married. They was married when they was 14 years old, still married to this brother, beautiful couple. But he was out in them streets selling coke and, and drugs and stuff. But he had, like, both parents working good jobs. They did what they supposed to do. So it's, like, it's pretty difficult. Like, sometimes um, uh, both parent household can be good in some ways, but sometimes, like, that child just going to do what they want to do. do, do. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Yeah, as a parent, well, I can't say, but I know my parents used to tell me. <laughs> like, we can, <laughs> we, can, we can raise you, but you at the end of the day, you yeah, it's your you, choice. It's your choice. Mm-hmm. And then we look at, what well, dang, who raised you then? Right. But really, right. it's, it's, really right. it's on you. Yeah, yeah, it's on you. Right. At the end of the, yeah. at the cer- at cer- yeah. It's on you. Definitely. Yeah. That's crazy. But you are. I mean, you would never think that I grew up, you know, with my dad, but with my mom. Couldn't listen to secular music. Y'all. And that PK kid. Listen, I literally, my mom was like, 9 o'clock, all right, it's time to go to bed. I was in 11th grade. Like, y'all have no idea the shelter that I live in. used to make me get off the phone at 10 o'clock. That's and what she was leaving out of the house to go to the post office to work at the midnight shift. Them up. All right, so you need to get off the telephone. Then you snuck back on after she left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had to say it. Yeah. But I'm just saying. All right, y'all, call y'all back. Y'all give me 30 minutes. Hang up. One I'm time, Gina didn't go to work. Them girls called me. It was about 12 o'clock. My mom was like, hello. It was like, click. But my two, you better get your damn friends for quick calling my name. I was like. She loved me. You know what I'm saying? I see all my cousins leaving. 
And but that's just not something that she did. And I think that was a generational thing. Yeah. So yeah, hard people. But my dad, way. my dad was like constantly, boy, I love you. I always remember I love you. So I heard it all the time from him. But so as I raised my kids, I needed to make them feel that they were always loved and that they were not missing anything because I know it was a part of me who felt like I was missing that from my mother. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I know I overcompensated with Tika because I was like, I don't ever want my daughter to feel like she's not loved. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that emptiness hurt. That was a lot of hurt, a lot of hurt back in the day from that. It really was. Yeah, my mama overcompensated too with all the absences in the post office. But I think as you become into your own, like my mama would get up on a Saturday morning. We had a ritual. We'd get up on Saturday morning, go eat at Shoney's, and go to TJ Maxx across the street on Woodlawn. <laughs> that was the thing. Mm. And me and my sister knew that we can put whatever the fuck it was we wanted to in that basket, and Gina was going to buy it, right? Mm-hmm. But it would get, as I came into myself, I was like, I don't want these, I don't want you to give me these material mm-hmm. things. I'd rather my time with Jeez, you. Yeah. I want you to be there for me on my games and come watch my track meets right. and, mm-hmm. you know, come to see your breakfast with me and stuff like that. I wanted you. So I, I think that's when a switch hit for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let me go get my own job mm-hmm. so I can buy my own stuff. Right. And then I'm going to show you that I don't need your money. That's why I'm with these N-words. I don't need your money. I'm going to make my own. You got what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need your money. I ain't looking for your money. But if you want to spray me with it, that's fine. But I don't need that. ain't what I'm looking for. But yeah. you get what I'm saying? The overcompensation. Yeah. I did that with Ramaya and I do it with Riley as well. I do overcompensate. And I need to stop. And I recognize it's a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? So I have to pull back. Like, you can't have, no, I'm not going to get you. No, I'm not going to get you. Because then they expect it. Then you expect it. Like, because they literally don't do shit. (laughs) They also, without seeing a struggle, they think it's all going to come easy. Not saying that you are struggling. I'm not saying that by no means. No, I'm struggling. But. Yeah, but we don't we don't want our kids to see that because we've been raised by such strong parents. We don't nine times out of ten we don't want our kids to see that we we got a struggle going on. I just want them to understand that you got to work for the shit. That but you when they don't see us, to me, what I have noticed that has come back to bite me is you. They think, oh well, it comes easy. Yeah, she worked, but it's not that hard. Sometimes they have to see you struggle to realize you know what I'm saying. Life is not easy at all by no means. You ain't got to say you struggle. You just got to know that if you didn't work for what I'm giving you, then you don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do. I get what so you're saying. So it's like, my kids, you just pretty much take out the trash and take out the recycle bin. So why, on the way over here, I had to text Ramaya, bring this goddamn recycle bin back to the back of the house. Mm-hmm. Why well, I got to tell you that? It comes every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So these Jordans that you want, guess what? I'm not, no, because you, you say I'm team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I shouldn't have to be telling you this stuff. So you don't want to work for it. I ain't got nothing for you, homegirl. So you really saying you won't get them because she didn't bring a recycle bin in? It's the principle. No, no, I get that. That was just the question. So you saying would, you really would not get the jewels because she didn't bring At this recycle. time, I'm just fed up. So it's the principle. Mm-hmm. Devin and I, I talked to Devin about it. I'm just tired. Like, 
you was at home all weekend. I gotta tell you to wash your cups. I gotta tell you to do this. I gotta tell you to do that. Stuff that should be Stuff that she should know to do. You need to be a contributory factor in this household. And if you're not, then why do I need to put my money in your pocket? Expect. What is it? Um, because I spend older. Expect because people expect certain things, whether they're kids, young adults, or adults. When we see things come easily to us, it's just an expectation. And so why should she do that? Because mama got it. She gonna take care of me. I ain't gonna worry about it. You understand what I'm saying, though? No. But she can only get That's why I say sometimes the struggle or, I mean, and I understand that maybe that struggle is not the right word, but they got to see that you got to do what you got to do because life is not easy. Everything is not to you. It's not. Right. Like I tell her, like, I can go out partying. I ain't getting the house until 3.30. But you going to go to work. But who was on it? That part. And the whole time, I can't wait to take a nap. That's right. all I kept saying on that. Ooh, I can't wait to take a nap. That's on my lunch, I'm going to take a nap. Oh, that's what that, cause that I, was, I woke up pretty good this morning. I was fine. I'm a little different. Like, I was just listening to y'all. Like, I want my daughter to, you know, like, not gonna, I, I don't even want her to, to work hard like how I want her to work hard. Like, like how I did. Like, like, like I don't, yeah, the struggle, I, but I don't want her to see that struggle. I don't want her to go through that struggle. Like I, I work hard so that she can have a good life. Like I feel like if I ra- like the way I raise her, I think she's gonna know that she has to work hard for her stuff. I think she's gonna know that you know my mama. You know she, it wasn't she didn't have a silver spoon, but she worked hard just to give me these things. So she's gonna take value into the things I do give her. I just feel like the way I'm raising her, I feel like she will understand those things other than like showing them showing her the hard way. I don't. Like, I work hard just for my daughter. If she wants to go to college, she going to have that money for college. If she wants to go to a trade school, she going to have that money for trade school. But if she want to work a full-time, whatever she want to do, she going to have that ability to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I, I understand the struggle part, but I don't want her to go through but that. But in comparison like, from Ava, who's five, to Maya, who's 17, yeah. this is her senior year, you ready to go to somebody's institution. You have to know that things, aren't just going to be given to you on a silver platter. Yeah. You're going to have to okay. work for and if, and if your job in the household is to take care of three chores. But at 17, uh, like, I, I'm not saying nothing about your parenting skills, but that's a little too late. 17 years old. Oh, it's been a brewing thing. You get what so I'm what saying? You, like, so what, like, it's now, like, getting to the point where you can't take it no more. Like It's getting so, to the point where it's just more like reality is really setting in baby girl like shit ain't sweet out here in the world and i tried to tell her like i'm never gonna cut her off right because that's my baby she can be 72 and need mama mama gonna come running but what i'm trying to get you to understand is that them people out there don't care about you you get what i'm saying and then what you have to understand that nobody you're not entitled for anybody to do anything for you even as your mother the state of North Carolina say I'm done once you turn 18. I can literally have you pack two of them outfits that I bought, put it in a little book bag, and send you out my door. Technically, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to understand that things that you want, you have to work for. And taking out the trash, washing the dish, and keeping your clothes clean is not a difficult task. And then you have to understand you're ready to go into somebody. You're ready to be a dorm mate, 
all these things are going to come into effect. So it's just like, I'm trying to prepare, been trying to prepare her, but like, and it's probably my fault too. It's like, she's just so spoiled. Yeah, that's your fault. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's your fault. You're just too spoiled. And I guess, and I took for granted that yeah. when I was her age, I was working. Mm-hmm. I had a 4.2 GPA. I was taking care of my sister. I was cleaning the house. I was in the band full time. So it, I'm just moving a bus. So I'm just like, well, I did it. Why you can't do it? What, what's your Why problem? You and it's different. Like, this society is different now, too. Like, so that plays a whole nother part in kids these days, too. Like, social media plays a part. Seeing, I see now p- people in the eighth grade got goddamn frontals in their head. Like, how y'all get money to pay for a damn frontal? Right. And I don't be doing you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just different now. Like, all kids are spoiled now. Shit, if you want to be honest, like, all kids, like, are spoiled. Like, I'd be, like, looking at these little girls. They be coming to the shop. What I was going to, I, I ain't have I ain't my mama paying three hundred dollars for me to get some damn braids. Like it just wasn't like that. I but, used to laugh at Dee because my mom used to put her box braids in. Just imagine how they look. How they look. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I mean, I don't think it's just different, right? Like people, I, I bet people she go to school with got peer pressure going on that's all over the top now. Like mm-hmm. they doing all kinds of shit. To me. Right now, so it, it's just a whole lot, man. This world, it's world only is gonna crazy. get worse. So we, we gotta instill in these young girls, <laughs> young men. We just have to start, you know, definitely raising them again. It's, I believe in that. It takes a village. Yeah, it definitely takes it a village. It takes a village, and for you know, even if you got two parent households, it, it still it, takes, it a, takes village. a village. All right. We're just going to wrap this song up. So so in closing, right, if you're a young mother, if you're a young mother when you first entered into motherhood, if you're a single mother, continue to raise your child, right? You know what I'm saying? Raise them with morals and values. You know what I'm saying? Raise them to protect themselves. If you are an absentee father, I, oh, my gosh, I encourage you. To get into your child's life. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid of the court systems. I know a lot of you guys feel like the court system is not built for you. But I'm an advocate. I tell any of my male friends who are having custody and and visitation issues, put that stuff on paper. You know what I'm saying? Custody and visitation are literally two different entities in the courthouse. Right? So just because you're unable to pay, maybe, that doesn't mean that you're not obligated to time. Do your due diligence. Don't let nobody keep you away your child because that's what is wrong with the world. Don't let these people keep you away from your child. Don't let them keep you away from your child. You fight. You fight and you mother stop being so goddamn bitter and let these boys and these men see their children. And don't be raising your son as your husband, single mothers. Mm. That is not your husband. Stop raising these men like they your man. Give me a pen. I'm writing that one down. God, so that's another thing. Oh, These mama boys. <laughs> <laughs> but we also can't forget about the single father. Yeah, shout out to the single dad. Shout out to the single father. Right. Or trash. It goes both ways. Shout out to my little. I can't single father. So we can't, we can't, we can't get him out. Yeah, and shout out to the guys who, um, don't, Taking care of your responsibility. No, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the good fathers. We appreciate y'all for real, man. You know, it Love means y'all a lot. Here. It definitely means a lot. 
and and like Danny said, Danny posted a post one time about how um, a lot of his friends didn't grow up with fathers, right, mm-hmm. in their lives, but he's watched them and they've grown up together and they are awesome fathers to mm. their children. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we need a real like that. Mm-hmm. Encourage and if you got a homeboy that's not doing right by his child, come on, come yeah. on, get on your shit, man. They need Stop you. They need you out here, man. Everybody have accountability. They need you out here, y'all. We need you. We about to go on a whole nother tangent. So we're going to wrap this up. I <laughs> love y'all. Thank y'all Thank for y'all watching and listening. We'll see you next week. Same, same place. Same place. Same time. Same time, same time maybe. 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 Y'all All look right. for us. Peace out. come on location what next time? time? That time of the month. Hey, what time? That time of the month.